welcome to Arnold's Pump Club. I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to make you healthier in about five minutes. I'm not a cybernetic organism, but I do have an important mission. We are building the positive corner of the internet, and each day I'll help you become a little better. Let's get to today's news, motivation, and advice. Let's start by talking about sleep. You might not expect this advice, but there was a good tip in the popular show, Ted Lasso. If you're struggling to get better rest or relax at the end of the day, steal a page from Ted Lasso's therapist. She shared a simple breathing exercise to help with panic attacks. But it happens to be a powerful technique that can not only improve your rest, but also can reduce anxiety, fight cravings, and improve your health. The show shared the 478 technique. It's a style of breathing founded in yoga and popularized by Dr. Andrew Weil, and it is incredibly effective at improving sleep. When your brain is racing before bed, your heart rate increases and you become more alert. This is the opposite of what you want before going to sleep. The 478 method calms your body, and research suggests it improves your heart rate and lowers anxiety and blood pressure. This combination puts you in a more relaxed state, which can help you fall asleep faster and have higher quality sleep. Want to give it a try. Here's how it works. First, breathe in through your nose for a count of four seconds, then hold your breath for seven seconds. If this is too hard, you can start with just three or four seconds. Finally, exhale for eight seconds, making a whoosh sound through your lips. Just like the hold, you can build up to eight seconds. Try to do this up to four times. It will help you relax and hopefully improve your sleep. Let's move on to the next item, which focuses on a fascinating study. It's all about how one question can change your life. When stress, anxiety, and frustration hits, a five-word question can make all the difference between spiraling out of control and turning things around. When tough times hit, ask yourself, what do I need now? That was the breakthrough finding from Dr. Christian Neff, a psychologist at the University of Texas who studies self-compassion. You might think self-compassion is a sign of weakness, but studies suggest the opposite is true. It's actually a sign of strength and a competitive advantage in a world filled with tough times. Neff found that people with more self-compassion have more self-confidence, better immune function, and less heart disease, depression, and stress. When you ask yourself the question, the answer should take on the same supportive tone you would use when speaking to your best friend. The goal of self-compassion isn't to settle for less or feel pity. It's to feel like the setback isn't the end of the world. It's about seeing the bigger picture without uh, creating paralyzing stress. I've been in this situation many times. I've discussed how I lost a bodybuilding show early in my career and was crushed. I cried all night. 
And then I turned to self-compassion and focused on my vision, and the rest is history. Back then, I didn't know about the science, but I understood that self-compassion helped me accept that failure is a part of the journey. If you can provide your mind with the support it needs, then it's easier to keep pushing when you fall short of your goals. This mindset will help you grow, increase motivation, and make you unstoppable. And it starts by asking yourself that one question. According to the researchers, just asking yourself the questions give your mind a moment of self-compassion. And when you answer it, you can start building the resilience you need to overcome and conquer any challenge. Finally, I want to talk about fat loss. But we're not talking about exercise. We are living in the age of the ice bath. I know Daniel does them daily because he won't stop talking about them. Daniel describes it as, as more powerful than any pre-workout he's ever tried. He doesn't care too much about the science, just what works for him. It's a great reminder that if something helps you move toward your goals, don't overthink it. But I asked Adam why people might want to use the cold. He says that research suggested helps with dopamine, which is a chemical released by your brain that makes you feel good. It triggers feelings of reward. This probably explains why Daniel likes it. But Adam also warned me that people use it for other reasons that aren't supported by science. If you're using cold to help with weight loss, whether with ice baths, cryo chambers, or taking cold showers like I did until I was 18 because I didn't know anything else, you're likely wasting your time. Adam explained that many people think the cold helps with weight loss because it increases brown adipose tissue, which is linked to fat burning. If you're not familiar with brown adipose tissue, we have something in common. I didn't know about it either. But this is why I love learning about these things and sharing them with you. Apparently, many people cite one study that seems to support the idea of being in the cold, increasing fat loss. But the reality is nowhere as exciting as the headlines you read. The study found that people swimming in cold water two to three times per week burned more calories. First of all, the people in the cold water were in there much longer than your current cold tub session. More importantly, those cold water swimmers only burn 10 extra calories. Um, no scientist, but you're probably burning more calories just listening to this podcast. This doesn't mean you can't do your frozen barrel baths. If you enjoy cold exposure and you find it beneficial, then keep on doing it. But some of the benefits of the cold are overrated and others can be achieved in other ways. For example, the cold provides a surge of dopamine, but so does listening to music, lifting weights, going outside, having sex, or just talking to a friend. Remember, there are many ways to be healthier. Don't feel forced into certain behaviors. Instead, Pick a mix of the things that challenge you and the things you enjoy that are also good for you and then do them repeatedly. This is the way to better health. That's it for today. Thank you for being a part of Arnold's Pump Club. This village we're creating would not be possible without you. 
I want to thank our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Ketchell. They helped me bring you this podcast and our daily newsletter. Like I said, we are building the positive corner of the internet, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a review. Help us spread the word. Together, we can lift up the world 